0: Hello world, this is Tom and you're listening to Curious Solutions. In today's episode, I'm highlighting three solutions that recently piqued my curiosity. The first is ThoughtWorks technology radar. The second solution is mud water. And the third is rule number six from the book, The Art of Possibility. Let's jump to it. For today's first solution, we are talking about a technology radar from a software consultancy called ThoughtWorks. In their own words, the radar is a document that sets out the changes that we think are currently interesting in software development, things in motion that we think you should pay attention to and consider using in your projects. It reflects the idiosyncratic opinion of a bunch of senior technologists and is based on our day-to-day work and experiences. While we think this is interesting, it shouldn't be taken as a deep market analysis. Now. Their description does a decent job of defining what the technology radar is, but I recommend checking it out because it is a data visualization that shows four quadrants, techniques, tools, languages and frameworks, and platforms. And those four quadrants have concentric circles overlaid on them. And those circles basically show a scale of, going from hold to adopt, and that's indicating ThoughtWorks' opinion on these different techniques, tools, languages, and frameworks, and platforms. This technology radar came across my radar based on a recommendation from another software development shop, and they were recommending it because they see it as an interesting example of content marketing, essentially putting out this piece of content, this document, on a regular basis, every six months or so, that provides unique value to the technologists and people that check it out. And it's a nice win-win sort of situation, because ThoughtWorks gets name recognition, like now, people talking about it. And it also is providing value to people that are checking it out. And it's not just a blog post or listicle. Another thing that I like about the technology radar is... It's a great example of data is beautiful. I think there's a subreddit with that name. And when you look at this radar, especially over time, now that they've published, I think 24 volumes of it, it shows in a visually pleasing way, a lot of complex information, and you can look at it from this zoomed out radar view. And then you can drill into the specific blips on the radar, which expands to say the specific tool or language and a description of what they're noting about that specific item. Another great thing about the technology radar is that it is freely accessible for people to view. And then they also made it possible to build your own radar. So basically you populate a Google Sheet with your own items, and then you drop the URL from your Google Sheet into their little input field, And boom, out pops your own technology radar. I've played around with it for a few things like mapping some stuff at work onto a radar view, or my personal interests in different categories and how interested I am in those different things. And in addition to offering it as a online service where you can just drop in your own Google Sheet, and create a radar. It is also open source software. So if you wanted to uh, get your own version or fork the repository, then you could modify it, host your own version uh, for private use or kind of whatever else you wanted to do with it. So like I said, I recommend checking out the ThoughtWorks technology radar and I'll drop a link in the show notes. Today's second solution is Mudwater. And Mudwater is a product which sticks in my mind as the most successful example of targeted marketing that i have fallen for in a long time happily fallen for i suppose it was a youtube pre-roll ad i watched it was intrigued sort of over the top branding and clicked through and I was like, oh, yep, I'm definitely the target market for this product. Uh, so Mudwater is, in their terms, a coffee alternative consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one-seventh the caffeine of coffee, mud gives you natural energy, focus, and more without the jitters and crash. They have a number of ingredients like cacao and masala chai and different Mushrooms like chaga and cordyceps and lion's mane and cinnamon so mix all those together and I drop it in my smoothie in the morning And it's been helpful to get a little bit of kick going in the morning without some of the drawbacks that I experience from coffee I also appreciate the convenience of their subscription service through the website They have great very straightforward subscription functionality so I can order basically a bag 90 servings and it lasts me for I think like two or two and a half months and then just shows up again. I know that sort of subscription functionality isn't groundbreaking, but it's nice when it works and it's a product that I've enjoyed using. I will say their branding is a bit much. So if you check it out, fair warning, but taking that in stride, I think that they're onto something. They're continuing the momentum of companies like Four Sigmatic, which are figuring out ways to bring the benefits of some of these functional mushrooms like cordyceps and reishi and chaga into easy to consume, like convenient way to make it part of your daily routine and derive some of the health and mental kind of focus benefits from trying these products. I have a cringy reaction when I hear people flexing about, oh, I don't drink coffee now, or just other kind of bragging about health stuff. And so I acknowledge that that might be uncomfortable, that this is what it sounds like. And that's fair. Coffee has never been super great for me. And so being able to not drink coffee, but still get some of the energy and benefits that other people experience from coffee has been nice. A good alternative, as they say. Today's third solution is rule number six from the book The Art of Possibility by Rosamund Stone Zander and Benjamin Zander. They present rule number six in this book with a short story, so I will quickly read that out loud. It goes, Two prime ministers are sitting in a room discussing affairs of state. Suddenly a man bursts in apoplectic with fury, shouting and stamping and banging his fist on the desk. The resident prime minister admonishes him, Peter, he says, kindly remember rule number six, whereupon Peter is instantly restored to complete calm, apologizes and withdraws. The politicians return to their conversation, only to be interrupted yet again 20 minutes later by a hysterical woman gesticulating wildly, her hair flying. Again, the intruder is greeted with the words, Marie, please remember rule number six. Complete calm descends once more, and she too withdraws with a bow and an apology. When the scene is repeated for a third time, the visiting prime minister addresses his colleague, my dear friend, I've seen many things in my life, but never anything as remarkable as this. Would you be willing to share with me the secret of rule number six? Very simple, replies the resident prime minister. Rule number six is don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. Ah, says his visitor. That is a fine rule. After a moment of pondering, he inquires, And what, may I ask, are the other rules? There aren't any. I find that story to be delightful and instructive, and I just stumbled across it again recently, picking up The Art of Possibility one day while slightly procrastinating, and flipping open to a page that I had dog-eared and marked up with some notes and annotations. And it was a fun reminder to stumble back across this story, and it fits nicely into a theme I've been wondering about recently, which said, sort of clunkily, is reframing the search for universal truths to be the search for broadly applicable truths. Based on having a liberal arts background, and I guess, I don't know, the social circle that I grew up in, the idea of universal truths is something that has shown up in variety of places, and without going too far down that rabbit hole, I think can be a very problematic and misleading approach. And so thinking about maybe not universalizing, but finding truths or rules that are broadly applicable has been something nice to reflect on recently. In that vein, rule number six don't take yourself so goddamn seriously, is a good example of a broadly applicable truth. Something that I've found helpful to have on my whiteboard this past week. And just however the day is going, it can be a good reminder. And I was first introduced to rule number six via the Alt-MBA, Seth Godin's online workshop program, when They assign, I think it's 10 books at the start of the course and The Art of Possibility was one of those books. And The Alt MBA is a curious solution to discuss on a future episode. So I won't go deeper on that for today, other than to recommend checking out The Art of Possibility because there's a lot of interesting insight in this book. To wrap up this episode, takeaways from episode number six. Starting with technology radar from ThoughtWorks. My takeaway here is to continue to hone in on sources of signals in all the noise. I find the technology radar to be an ongoing helpful signal of which tools, techniques, languages to pay attention to inside these technology ecosystems, which are incredibly noisy and hard to keep up with all the different moving pieces and the takeaway from today's second solution mud water is to keep paying attention to mushrooms both the psychedelic kind and the studies that are happening at Johns Hopkins and other well respected institutions about psilocybin but also the more accessible and everyday types like cordyceps and chaga which are good for your health and won't make you trip. And the takeaway from today's third solution, rule number six, can't be said any better than the rule itself. Don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. I'm mainly talking to myself there, but I share it with you all as well. And there you have it. Technology radar, mud water, and rule number six. Stay curious and keep working on solutions. Until next time.